I wish I. I, I wish this was as aesthetic guys. and comfortable as downstairs where the fire is. I'm gonna make myself comfortable. I yeah. feel like it's All aesthetic right. and comfortable. I'm just gonna move the mic slightly. This, this is the most aesthetic stool slash chair. This, yeah. Slash. Oh, the floof. The floof. I, I, I didn't know it had a name. This, this, Thank you. This yeah. is 100 real fake fur. Wow. Kenzie calls it the floof. You know already. I have an affinity. For anything. Did you know that about me? Anything that you like for ladies. I love fake fur. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> love fake fur. I does can't. It, it doesn't have to be floofy. I have a. You've never. Have you seen the giant purple fur coat? There's fun. I have yes. a giant pur, like fur purple coat. Like, he wore oh, it to my, my New Year's so Eve party one year. Yeah, it was great. And I never wanted to invite him back to another party ever again. Classic. But He's here right now. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> and the Update Coffee Collective podcast, episode oh, yeah. one. One. Actual episode Uno. one. Uno. That's right, a great cool. transition. Nice job. Thank that you. That was a yeah. good transition. Yeah, I have I have all zero uh, episodes of experience. Okay. That's true. Sometimes it's better that And way. cut that. <laughs> That's true because we did an episode zero. We did. We tested this. We did a test flight. We just talked thing. for an hour. We're not like the Wright brothers, po- like pre nineteen thirty two. We're the Wright brothers nineteen nineteen thirty two. We're not just throwing things into the wind and hoping they stick. Like we actually have I a d- propeller here. <laughs> but we it's don't. A really weird we, analogy. We have a propeller. <laughs> like, no, we, we don't. All right. We, we don't have a map though. We don't My know what. We don't have a compass. We don't know where we're going. It's well, fun though. Your mind didn't go there because we're not first in flight at play. <laughs> what is that, South Carolina, right? Uh, oh, random trivia. Yep, yep. I think it is. Anyway. We're going to do a fact check on that one. Right, brothers, South Carolina. First in flight state, North Carolina. Damn it! That <laughs> <laughs> was a latitudinal line off. Anyway. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> give right. you, we'll give you half points for that. All right, so let's do a proper intro. Okay. Um, Kick it off, Matt. You have a much better radio voice than I Welcome to the Upstate Coffee Collective podcast. No, like with your real voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome to the Upstate Coffee Collective podcast. Uh, I am Matt. That's uh, Matt. He says, I'm a lot. My name's Kevin. I'm much more intuitive with my language. He doesn't use filler words like um. And uh, joining us today is Devin Seegers. That's the Wow. Wow. Yeah. Matt's also on special effects. From here on out. Special Here till episode 800 when I give out my social security info. Oh, man. Wow. You're hooking it back. To the end. You're hooking it back to episode zero. The, the pre-episode. All right. Uh, yeah, just so we have that on the record. If we hit episode 800, I'll give out my social security information. <laughs> and that's, that's a guarantee. Everyone's chomping at the bit for that, Kev. <laughs> Anybody want to pick up some debt? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, back to the show. I hear that that's valuable, but I, I honestly would, wouldn't even know what to do. No, it's not. Uh, it, it's not. You would just <laughs> have debt. You would have debt if you just looked at anyone's computer record. You would be tied to my debt. You would be inheriting oh. debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I'm going to leave you with that number. Uh, thank you. Okay. Yeah, thank you. you. Okay. Uh, all right. uh, so the Upstate Coffee Collective podcast is uh, an extension of the being that is the collective. Mm. Um, our goal here is to interview interesting people, drink good coffee, uh, and the tagline being getting good specialty coffee into more people's hands. Can I can I add to that? Just a tiny no. Bit? All right. Okay. No. Cool. I'm kidding. It. Yeah, That's go. That's all we do. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, started Upstate Coffee Collective. Some people wanted supplementary information, so we will be having people on that we actually meet with once yep. a month Yep. Uh, as supplementary to the actual meetups because we do physical meetups once a month with cafe owners, roasters, people of all different coffee levels and interests. Um, and this is actually just something that we wanted to add on. We wanted to bring on also just interesting people who happen to drink coffee with us. Devin being one of them. Uh, nice guys, I didn't know why I got the invite, but I appreciate it. <laughs> you're interested. You're interested. Uh, well, you know. Uh, they go both ways. If you're interested, you are interesting. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You cannot be interesting without being interested. That's true, actually. Right? It's that yeah. simple. No, it's yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, because if you don't have interest, like, what are you going to talk about? Well, I, I, yeah, I think it's... <laughs> let's dig into that. Well, yeah, so let's dig into that. What does that mean? Wow. Well, the first thing that we talk about... All the time, uh, before we, we ease into coffee, 
We don't like just jump in and go, hey, let's talk about percolators and uh, espresso machines. Difference. Like, uh, <laughs> go. What, what we're going to do is, uh, who are you? How are I've you? I've been trying to figure that out for uh, mm, How are know. you? <laughs> and then, uh, what do you do? Like, and, and you can answer the what do you do can be kind Those of Those are like such vague. loaded questions, my friend. I know. I didn't know that's what I was getting into. You should have. <laughs> you should have. I thought you wanted, like, help with the podcast gear set up, maybe some yeah, audio. Yeah, we baited okay. him. This is the old bait and switch. Yeah, what, even like, not only, like, oh, now I'm being interviewed now? <laughs> not only did Devin set up the podcast, he is now on it. Yeah, uh, so, so Dev, yeah, give, us, yeah, give us a little quick. Like, who are you? Quick little things. How are you? Mm. What do you do? How okay. am I? I am incredibly grateful. Mm, mm. And that has been a... Yeah. <laughs> a conditioning. A training of sorts. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, we're massively grateful that. right now to be here. Um, mm-hmm. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. You can, you can ah, do, every time. You can do same every answer. Time. You do kind of look like Andrew Garfield. You do. We uh, we a lot of a lot of people tell me I look like a different actor. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Only Andrew, Andrew Garfield. I do it. no acting. Okay. <laughs> You're not even like an extra anywhere. Are you sure? Uh, maybe if they were just like we're filming somewhere. Filming. Not intentionally. An extra in a reality TV show. Mm. <laughs> Who am I? I'm still trying to figure that out. That is the question of life. Okay. Amen. Good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Th- that is a never-ending exploration, and uh, I have a new answer to that. Nearly okay. every moment. So yeah. let's change. What do you do to? What do you do this week? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hey, thank you. I love. I love creative constraints. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> yeah. They're really helpful. I was actually talking about this. Like creating some content about the power of creative constraints. So, That's perfect. So you right create there, content. I do create content. Okay. Yeah. So it goes into this bigger picture of, um, like I, I'm fascinated by the creative process, creation, innovation. Mm-hmm. How do we use our resources wisely? How do we create things and solve problems? That is like my okay. main focus. Great. Yeah. I love That's that. awesome. Yeah. Um, Matt. Just for the sake of episode one, mm. who are you? How are you? What do you do? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I am Matt Pfeiffer. I am an engineer, software engineer. Uh, I started being interested in specialty coffee only in the last couple of years. And it was via my relationship, my friendship with Kevin, our co-host. Yay. Uh, I found that... Uh, I was missing some key bits of passion in my day-to-day job. My job is great. I'm very grateful. It makes me a great uh, living. It allows me to have all of the comforts in my life. But there are so many other exciting things out there to learn about. And as Devin said, uh, if you're not interested in something, you're not interesting. And I was feeling very uninteresting for a while. Feels so. a little blunt when you say it back. <laughs> Because I said it the opposite way, that's why. I love it, though. Uh, but it's, it, I felt that way. I felt uninteresting. So I have been venturing into the world of third wave specialty, no wave, whatever kind of you know uh, term you want to add to the Surf thing. Wave. Right. To, what, whatever you want to add, whatever Tsunami flavor wave. you want to add to that bean, right? That yeah. wonderful bean that we all love. So, um, yeah, I am the co-founder of the Upstate Coffee Collective. There it is. There it is. You've been trying to. You've been no, I've just been like waiting for you to say something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the Kevin and I are the co-founders of the Upstate Coffee Collective. The Upstate Coffee Collective will be one year old in one month, which is pretty crazy. March. Yeah, last Sunday of March. Yeah, first year. Um, how am I? Yeah, how are you? Uh, how am I? I am grateful. Uh, and I, Both of you. Yeah, very, wow. very grateful, especially Watch lately. Out, it's contagious. <laughs> <laughs> it is, though. I'm, I'm very grateful. Not a bad thing. No, not at all. <laughs> Little tight in my lower back, if I'm honest. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey. Yep. Got to do some stretches. Devin, you can help me out. All starts with uh, radical honesty. Radical honesty. Okay. All progress starts with radical honesty. What was the last one? What do I do? <laughs> I kind of, I kind of went over that. You did. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of uh, nailed everything cool. so concisely. Thank you. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not gonna answer any of these questions. Oh, I'm just what is be this? A disembodied Kevin, voice. Oh, come on, Kevin. <laughs> first of all, 
You asked me to help <laughs> set up your podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, you want some help with like EQ and compression? Like, yeah. sweet. I'll get some basic processing. And you ask me questions, you're not gonna answer. No, them? I'm gonna answer. Them. All right. Uh... <laughs> All right. So, Kevin, I want to say number one, Kevin. <laughs> who are you? Who are you? Who? No, no. Like, I want a real answer. <laughs> who the fuck this. are you who are, really? Who are you really? Uh, if we're if we're really cutting to it in I this moment, I'm a jokester. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now I'm Kevin Miner. I'm co-founder of Upstate Coffee Collective, like Matt said. I am uh, partially responsible for wrangling Devin Seeker's here. I am, Cheers. if I were to get real concise with it, I am a human male who is existing in you know the 2000s, trying to figure out what that means. <laughs> um, how am I? I'm good. I'm, I'm going to add that I'm grateful because it is contagious. Uh, the how am I, like, I would say, you know, I, that varies for everybody on a week to week. And like you said, radical honesty. So that's like a good question. The reason I ask these three questions is because it's a combination of West Coast and East Coast. Like on the West Coast, you go to a grocery store and they say, how are you? On the East Coast, you go like anywhere and they're like, what do you do? Like, that's, <laughs> I, like, that's, that's what I've so noticed. Yeah. 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 So like, so I, I like to combine the two. So how am I? I'm really good. I'm really happy to be here with yeah. you two guys. I'm really happy for everything that we've been doing with Upstate Coffee Collective. We've received by being grateful and showing gratitude to the coffee community. We've received gratitude back, which has only bolstered that. Um, so Agreed. I would say, yeah, that's that's definitely what's generating that real positive atmosphere for us right now. And on that sunny note. Whoa, oh, jeez. Yeah. He brought the brightness in here. Wow. You know what's funny is I was going to comment <laughs> that I felt like a cat over here by this windowsill. Because I'm like just getting sun on my back. Yeah. And I love it. Um, Penny likes then, the sun too. Penny. What do I do is, uh, yeah, Penny does like the sun. Penny, your pug. Penny is um, our mascot. Yep. Yeah. Um... I do. How did you have such perfectly articulated answers to all these massive questions? They're massive. These are massive. these are the biggest questions in the world. Yeah, I could have went on for another ten minutes about who I am because um, we're all figuring that every day. Kevin, yeah. why don't you finish? Oh, what do I do? I uh, run the Upstate Coffee Collective. I work at Crew Coffee in Saratoga Springs, making all their cold brew. Uh, we're looking to expand that. We're now opening up a new space in Burlington. Uh, we do a bunch of different projects. We just had that milk stout get released with Mean Max. I saw Purple that. Air. That's really cool, yeah, man. Yeah, that's cool. So all of our, our coffee goes into stuff like that, and that's a lot of fun to work on all those projects with super creative people. And then other than that, I do a, I, what I like to say to people is I do too much and not enough at the same time with all the time I have. <laughs> like, true renaissance, man. Thank you. Well, we're both, uh, I would say I am truly blessed to be in this room with two of the most creative and inspiring people that I've ever met. And Aww. I mean that. I really mean Dan. that. I've I've said it to my wife. I've said it to plenty of my friends that they suck compared to you guys. And you guys are the best. I've told them the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys are. Yeah. I I really do appreciate having the the fr these two guys next to me. You guys are awesome friends, yeah. and I appreciate being here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next question. Okay. What's your jam? And okay, so Devin, just to give you like the background on this. Yeah. We don't just want to talk about coffee, and we all obviously have interest in music, or like even if you're just jamming like a podcast one week or something. Mm, what yeah. are you listening to the most this week? Like what what you've been getting down on? Matt, you can start. Good Nature, the record by Turnover. What is what's that like? Okay, so yeah. give a quick quick description. Yeah, funny elevator pitch. Funny thing about Turnovers, they used to be a punk band. Uh, in the late 2000s and transitioned over into alternative and now they're kind of like a, a west coast uh, what do they call it sun sunshine pop or uh, dream pop dream, dream pop, pop thank you dream yeah. pop yeah dream pop. and now in their newest record they're transitioning in, into even more of a new age 70s kind of uh, like hippie rock i love everything about them Wow. Um, yeah, Good Nature is a nice middle ground between the two. Uh, reminds me of summer, and it's really, really gloomy and cold and white out. So Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Today, yeah, actually. Good Nature by yeah. Turnover. They're fantastic. Wow. That was a good pitch. Dad, what do you got? I have this playlist that comes to mind because I've been listening to it nearly every day. It's, on, it's called Top of the World. Uh, it just has like all these kind of pump-up jams for me okay. that just speak to me in the moment with what I'm trying to do in my business and life that's um, cool yeah so uh, there's this one song in particular 
by Brittany and Lewis. It's called 21st Century Metal, I believe. Okay. And it's just, she's such a badass. Yeah. And it's so authentic, and she just is, yeah. I like it. We'll definitely That's check it out. That's pretty dope. I will. Yeah. So it's called Top of the World? Have, is it on uh, Spotify? Yeah, yeah. What's it yeah. on? Well, I mean, I have the playlist on Spotify. Oh, it's on Spotify? Yeah, yeah, please um, do. Do you, do you know Alabama Shakes? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. no, okay. she released her first right. solo so this album. Is her, this is her solo album. Yeah. And I've just been jamming the whole thing. The whole thing is genius. You know what's crazy? Yeah. I found out that she released that solo album because Tyler, the creator, was sharing it. Like really? he, Yeah, wow. he like posted a jam of hers and like just like wrote love on it. And I was like, whoa, all right, cool. Oh, wow. I'll get down with it. Well, and I knew the name from the Alabama Shakes, but... I like I'm not an avid listener, right? But I, I hear them, you know. I, I listen to them sometimes, and then to see Tyler share it. Tyler's like one of my favorite contemporary artists. Sure. I was like, oh, I had to check that out. Awesome. And then I listened awesome. to the whole album the day that it came out because that's when he did it. He like got the word out, and now she's doing a thing with like Amazon Music or whatever. I I have I don't have enough information on that, incomplete on that. But I I know that she's doing something to promote it. Which usually entails her doing some live versions, so I'm going to keep an eye out for that this week. Mm. Um, my jam this week has been, <laughs> I just showed Matt earlier downstairs. Uh, no, Shaking it's so right it's so hipster. <laughs> it's awesome. Though. I've been listening to this guy. His name's Kjartan Loritsen. He's a Norwegian hip hop artist, and I started jamming. And I I'm uh. not gonna lie, I can't understand like half of what he's saying. I plug all of the lyrics into Google Translate and, like, read them, which is so ridiculous. <laughs> That's dedication. I, I know right. it sounds ridiculous, but, like, if I like the way something sounds, I just like the way it sounds. Like, yeah. I don't care what language it's in. That's where, like, you, I that's just, where it starts, Yeah, I just right? like the way that it sounds. And I, he's got this jam called uh, La Meg Vare Fre, and, like, <laughs> I'm listening to this jam, and I'm, like, bopping around to it for a whole day. And then that night, earlier this week, I plugged it into Google... Uh, Google Translator, and it turns out that the song means "Leave me alone." <laughs> like it's actually like him saying, "Like get out of my face, leave me alone." You're all drunk. You like, look like Medusa. Yeah, yeah. He call, it tells this girl she looks like Medusa in the song. Like he's like, "Get out of here! Whoa. I don't want to get drunk and party with you guys. Leave Whoa. me alone." I was like, "Oh, it's it's such a happy like poppy jam." Yeah, the way it sounds, it sounds like a <laughs> but a it's happy a great positive. song. Like I love it, and it's so catchy. Um, all right, let's get in the coffee stuff. Yes, let's. Next question. What's in your mug this week? What are we drinking, Matt? What's in your mug? That's wow. symbols. Yeah. He's wow. on the, the symbols today. Sim- symbols are great, man. We What's haven't had a single kick drum yet or a snare, but there's symbols the all over this place. Please continue. I'm going to grab the... Oh, yeah. Um, so what's in your mug? This is when we talk about specifically what we're drinking. Um... This week, we're drinking from Knockabout Roasters. Shout out to Nick Fernia. Nick Fernia. What's up, homie? We're going to shout out to him, like, every week. Every, yeah, every week we'll be like, Nick, shout out what's to up Nick again, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, I'll Nick. I still miss you. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> I wish you'd call. All right, so, uh, <laughs> actually, this is um, this is an Ethiopian Yurgachev. Yes. Uh, he's created this nice oh. bio about the producer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, the producer's name is Kabede Godo. He has been producing coffee in the Yurgachev region for 21 years. You were on point with that pronunciation. For which one? Kebede Goto. You were just like... I'm actually, I'm actually part Have African. Have you been listening so. to African hip-hop? Is that what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got uh, some music for you, by the way. Though. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> so this is, uh, this is a, a micro-lot, uh, natural-processed coffee from yes. Yurgachev, right? We said that. Yes, the Yurgachev region. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this natural microlock comes from his, and I'm actually reading this verbatim from the little uh, piece. Uh, I'm not that smart on it. But that but came inside the box. Yeah, it did. The coffee. Yeah, the packaging, by the way, is really, really interesting. I like how he's kind of taken a new uh, take on packaging coffee, right? You generally will see coffee in a bag with a little label on it. He has gone further with it. I think he he has craft bagging inside, so it's paper um, and a box with a really nice label on the front and some information inside. So this is a natural processed coffee. What else do I have to say about it? So full flavored. What are the tasting notes? Honey, raspberry, almond, and wine. I definitely get the almond, the raspberry, a little bit of the honey. Not too much of the wine, but that's kind of a good thing because wine can sometimes, as a tasting note, be astringent, you know? Well, a lot of the times, the the note 
of wine is actually the finish, right? Yeah. The oh, way yeah. That it finishes. Well, that's what I mean. It can be like a little, a little tart. Yeah. The a last little short and cutting. You know. Yeah. Um, but this is good. Um, Devin, do you know anything about natural processed coffee? Do you know that what that is? I'm I'm quizzing you because you have attended a few coffee collective meetups. Oh yeah, let's get into that. I have learned more about coffee um, from something that was just a, a dark liquid that. I tend to like to mm-hmm. actually having much more meaning. Mm-hmm. It's from a cherry. It's it what? is yeah. It's what? a cherry. They're seeds, not beans. Yeah. Yeah. Mislabeling them Terrible. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, natural roast or natural, natural process. Natural processing. Tell me if this is correct. Is that where they lay them out and they lay, they let the sun dry them? That's the honey process. Mm-hmm. What you're thinking of is when we did honey process, but yeah. it is a form of natural process. All right. Okay. So it's minimal human or machine intervention like okay. there's as much of the fruit left on these seeds as possible and it's let to dry with the fruit still yeah. intact yes okay. and this process when you do a natural process is going to be faster than a honey process nice. the honey process they're actually intentionally slow rotating these beds and they're fermenting the the cherries around the seeds which is super risky like we've talked about but um with the natural process it's a little bit shorter you kind of want to spread them out a little more let them dry faster uh, it's less risky because you don't have that risk of growing mold when you're drying them out faster, when you're letting the sun hit them and really like pull that moisture out of there. Um, but so, like I said, minimal human or machine intervention makes its way here with as much plant material as possible. You know, Well, cherry material as possible. Some benefits to natural processed coffee is it does not use, they don't use water, right? It's an unwashed coffee, mm-hmm. so there's not a lot of water waste. Water waste is a big problem in coffee production Um, so people are actually moving towards the natural process more even in um, wealthier producing areas as far as I know yeah it's kind of like a conservational effort rather than a an effort of ease or luxury yeah so which is cool so uh, is that denoted on coffee like if you were to go to the store and just look for a bag of coffee and you wanted to get something that was processed that way? I would say your average grocery store, you're not going to see too much of that. Okay. It's really coming from specialty roasters. A lot of the people that we're working with, a lot right. of the people that you get to meet when we do the meetups, mm-hmm. um, they're focusing. I'm sure you remember Matthew Loyacono from uh, the November meetup, the roaster from yeah. Touchy. Yeah. Um, him, Luke Rock, uh, Nick Furnia, a lot of these guys, Ernan mm-hmm. and Ro- uh, Ron down at Stacks, like you'll meet them actually this year. We just set up a meetup. Um, and a lot of their focus is on these natural processes because not only does it waste less water, um, but there's more flavor to it because the cherry keeps in a lot of the flavor. Um, mm. and having that around the seeds, they actually, they're able to pull from that, uh, a little more flavor. And then when it goes to the roaster as well, I mean, it's going to change the way that it comes out. If you have a fully washed coffee, there's not as much to work with. You know, when you have less to work with, you're going to have a very narrow flavor profile for yeah, coffee. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's what most coffee is. Like most people are consuming coffee that has a narrowed flavor profile and that's why a lot of people have that as like that impression of it that it's just this black liquid that you consume and it gives you caffeine and you can finish up your paper that's due the next day or you can go to your job at whatever place and sit down at your desk and feel more awake yeah, than yeah. you would otherwise. And that's what I love. Like more than anything this whole meeting and yeah. this whole collective is about like understanding and bringing awareness to this whole process. Like this is yeah. so much more than a liquid that keeps you up for your test. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, the amount of people that, that have to go into this. Oh yeah. What was the These expression cultures. you used uh, in our alpha uh, podcast? You said, mm. you said something along the lines of coffee is essentially an expression of the world. Oh, eight ounces. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took it from, you know, look, you're, you're starting in an area of the world that grows in the coffee belt. It gets transported here. We can't grow it here. So what you end up having when you're consuming coffee in first world American culture is you have something that grew <clears throat> in foreign soil, was cultivated by someone, processed by human hands, shipped over here with the culminated effort of a green buyer and those producers sometimes graded by other people so that you know you're ver- they're verifying the product that comes to you in the end result you end up having this collective effort of these people it's an it's a worldly expression in an 8 ounce cup you know mm. it's an expression mm. of an entire culture yeah so 
<laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, Excellent. But that's like that's my favorite thing is that we get people like you, we get people like Matt. Uh, we really, and then a lot of people I noticed at our last meeting when we were cupping with Luke, there were people standing off to the side, and like I could see them like they were kind of nodding their heads and like, oh, I never knew, like, and talking about what Luke was talking about. They, like, they'd never even considered yeah. all these different things that go into cupping and the coffee experience. And even their, like, their, you know, passive and bystander-style interest, I was, like, amazed that people are just apt to learn about it. Like, my, I think it's cool. One of my biggest goals for what we do is to recreate what happened to me. Uh, I And I had the the advantage, we'll call it, of... Uh, starting in an industry very similar to coffee, while I was waiting to start my job as an engineer, I yeah, worked at Saratoga Tea and Honey, right? As like a barista of tea, right? Mm-hmm. I would sit behind the counter and I had to learn about all the different kinds of tea and the different brewing methods for each of the teas. There's a, you know, it was a little simpler in my opinion than brewing coffee because you have to grind coffee and there's a little bit more on that end. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the tea leaves, white tea and green tea had to be brewed at a lighter temperature than some of the, you know, the blacks and the oolongs. And it made me appreciate tea for being more than just a bag that I dunk in some hot water and it tastes nice. And I say I'm being good to myself, even though it's <laughs> twinings, even though it's oh, twinings, yeah. not nothing, nothing against twinings. But anyways, I, I, I do, thought that was twenty. Uh, same. Okay. Right. I think it's one end. Right. I think it's one end. It is one end, but we're, I was. We're gonna I fact read check it wrong it. anyway. We're fact, <laughs> check it. fact check. It is twinnings. I just looked it up. We're wrong together. <laughs> <laughs> twinning. Twinning. <laughs> Who twinning? I'm the twinnings. All right. So I want to see it recreated. I think people have people are easy to to knock. Uh, specialty coffee or even just thinking a little bit more about whatever you're eating or drinking yeah mm. that right now there, yeah. um i i kind of want to jump in and talk about Devin. yeah absolutely yeah, that, yeah what's that up was, why am i here it's a good little bit about coffee <laughs> well actually we matt and i talked about this and a big thing uh a big reason we wanted to bring you on first on this podcast was um we're all about cultural awareness as far as a specific facet of culture goes, right? But it's it's awareness, it's consciousness, it's being a little bit more present in your coffee decision-making, you know, like it's actually treating it as the luxury item that it is, hmm. but that involves awareness. And you are in a realm where you are studying actively, I would say, and intuitively awareness, consciousness, conscientiousness, present-mindedness, gratefulness, you know, gratitude, um on kind of on a weekly basis and not only that you're creating content about it how did you get into that like did did someone kind of usher you into it were you struck by inspiration or did it kind of naturally occur like he came wow up, he yeah. came up with that question this morning i'm really happy <laughs> that that's what i'm putting across yeah yeah oh yeah you are yeah absolutely awesome yeah yeah, yeah. where did um, that start where did that start what was the epicenter of this now i would say like most <laughs> like if you probably ask most people any question like that it comes back to like some sort of suffering in their own personal life yeah um yeah in my own experience i realized that like the places that i didn't have awareness were causing me a lot of friction oh. or resistance. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's this process of, of gaining more awareness and then uh, having better tools to navigate and and make better, more informed decisions, more conscious decisions. And then and then you're like, oh, this is these are the laws of nature. These are the laws. These, this is how things work. Mm-hmm. Now you, I can work with it instead yeah. of trying to swim upstream. Are you comfortable giving us like a couple examples of where you noticed you were lacking that and how that springboarded that decision? Sure. Um, here, okay. So speaking of gratitude and different practices and like, here's, here's a very simple shift in awareness. Um, I was invited to this really interesting group this past, it's the first Monday of every month. You guys are more than welcome to come. I think you guys would love it there. Okay. Um, but it started from this Benedictine monk and it's all about the great fullness of life. Okay. Number one, that's an awareness shift for me. Yeah. Like, I, you hear about gratefulness, gratefulness, great, and you can. It's easy to give lip service, but it's a it's a feeling and it's embodied state, and um, like that's what matters. And to think about it in this great fullness of life, having respect for all of those not so joyous moments, for mm-hmm. finding all of that, um, 
is, is already a shift in the lens. But what they, what the really tangible takeaway was for me was the shift of, like, I'm in the beginning stages of, of starting a new business. I, I had just joined the Indian Mastermind Circle and, like, having a mentor. And there are a lot of new tasks and expectations that I'm going through that are unfamiliar. And when you're in that unfamiliar place, it's easy to close to the opportunity. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. like feel that anxiety, those the, all these closing feelings like anxiety, stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They're they're like constrictive feelings. And um like our bodies want to do that. They want they want to stay safe. They want to protect ourselves. Yeah. So this little shift. I don't know if you've ever been there, but like Thinking the, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do this. Um, Every day. Oh, 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 shit, I still need to do this. I, that's been, I need, been needing to do this for a while. And I need mm-hmm. to do so, like, I find that many people have experienced this, yeah, and mm-hmm. you get into this sort of spiral. Well, it's the whole, it's in, what you're talking about is kind of like the intention versus action principle. You sure. know, you can, you can have yeah. all the intention in the world, but until you've actually acted upon it, you're... There you go. Yeah. There you go. And even if you're taking action, there's a you can take more intelligent action and like more aligned action if you're in a place where you're not just crippled by the oh I need to do this this and this and this and, this, and yeah. I need I need to and you're feeling like your heart's like yeah and you're absolutely you're feeling in the chest. compressed yeah, exactly yeah so this one shift of going I need to switch need to get mm-hmm. I get to I get to do like, oh my god. Yes. Yeah, what was your first impression? No, no, that's so funny. Because it's such a shim- simple shift in awareness. But what is that? What is your I first realized that I do that with the things that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. I don't think of them as needs. Uh-huh. And I actually, I didn't realize that I did that, but I didn't do it all the time. And so when you said switch need to get, like instead of saying, I need to go make this cold brew right now right. for my sure. job. Whatever it is. I was like, oh, I get to right. go to my go to my job. And oh, I you was have a job. This. Oh, there are people that employ me and like value my time. Exactly. Oh, I get to serve. I oh, get to cool. go experience that. I get to go be around those people. Right. And you know, I'm generally approaching it with that, but I didn't do it consistently. Mm-hmm. Here's a funny thing. I did that recently. I shared that information mm-hmm. with my friend Alex. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, switch need to get. Yeah. Like, cause I realized she oh. wasn't doing that. And just the like she told me the next day, she was like, oh my God, it totally changed the it way does. that I approach my entire day. Just switching the I need to, to I am fortunate enough, I get to exactly. go do these things. Yeah, And it's a simple little reframe, but the, what drove it in was this older woman that was saying that she viewed taking, like, she, she doesn't drive herself anymore. So mm-hmm. she, this whole autonomy has, has been stripped out of her. Yes, yeah, yeah. she's stripped. And she looked at taking an Uber. I was like, oh, I, ha- I have to take an Uber. I have to take an Uber. Mm-hmm. And like, I have to take an Uber. And I was like, wow, like, that sounds kind of great. Like, I love having, you know, yeah. one click. Someone comes, yeah. the car's already warmed up. You didn't get gas. Right. All of these things. And she's like, oh, yeah, wait, I get to take an Uber. Yeah. I don't have to pay for insurance on the car. I don't have to fill the tires. I don't have to bring it in for insurance, maintenance, oil change. I don't need to fill it up. I get to do this. I get to, I get to have on-demand chauffeur service. Mm-hmm. It's well, actually pretty crazy because people who are, and maybe this was well before the age of Uber, there was a, a, a status associated with having a driver, mm-hmm. with, with right. calling somebody to come and pick you up and drive you across New York City instead of having to take the subway or mass transit, yeah. uh, like, like buses. And right? the wild thing is that we can take what is an absolute privilege and a blessing and a gift and turn it into something that, oh, I have to do this. Yeah. And that same night, because like, okay. There's where the practice comes in. There's the awareness, yep. and then it comes into the everyday practice. And how many times can you retrieve that awareness and apply it to this situation, yes. right? So I found myself that evening scrambling and getting a little frazzled and stressed out because, like, I needed to get I needed to get on Wi-Fi for a mastermind call mm-hmm. at 10 p.m. And I was like, I'm tired. I don't want to do that. Like, I need to do. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Wait, Devin. <laughs> that was Devin. You are just connecting with like. The people that you want to connect with at a very high level, like playing the game at the next level, you yeah. j- like, what are you doing saying I need to do this and feeling stressed out about it? This is yeah. a privilege. You get to do it. I get to do that. That's cool. I get to do that. And so, do you, would you say that, like, approaching that shift in consciousness is what brought you into how you're sharing that now? 
Um, was there like was there a moment? Mm. Because I've noticed. Yeah. So here's here's the thing that yeah. I've noticed from you. There, there's a lot of people out there who will they'll do their Monday motivation, right? They'll do their their typical social media interaction that almost feels like doing due diligence. Yeah, like it's yeah. kind of like the um like the taking communion part of being on social media. <laughs> sure. Like everyone yeah. lines up and all right, cool. Hashtag it's work Monday. it Wednesday or like yeah, whatever it is. Throwback Thursday, flashback sure, Friday, yeah. like whatever it is. But you're instead of that, I've noticed at least the things that you're communicating or attempting to put out there. So people can uh, either read them and be affected by them or or even just putting out there, I, I think, not even with the intention of people reading it, but saying, almost with like, a, oh, well, if anyone does, good. That's a bonus. But I, I want to write this down and get it out anyway. Yeah. Um, at least that's how it's coming across. I would say that there's been an attempt in sharing consciousness, mm-hmm. awareness, um, and not only that, action. Like, and... I, yeah. I think that probably came from maybe reading a book <clears throat> specifically. Was there something that impacted you that, apart from these meetings that you already were going to, that made you want to do that more or made you want to actively share that with people? Or was it just like kind sure, of a natural yeah. impulse? Yeah, these meetings are really new. Like, I've already become an entirely different person oh, wow. before engaging with these people. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, like me, my my the version of myself a few years ago, in these circles wouldn't work. No. Well, and I've always I wouldn't, I wouldn't have value to bring. I wouldn't yeah. be the person to be able to add value. Mm-hmm. I've always so Devin and I have known each other for over ten years, pretty much as long as Kevin and I have known each other. I think maybe even longer. Love you, buddy. Probably longer. Probably. Uh, yeah, because you you were gonna play in our band together in high school. Anyways. <laughs> We've, we've grown a lot, but, but I've seen you through all of your different stages of growth. And I've always, even years ago, where maybe you don't look so highly upon yourself, I have always found you to be inspiring and inspired, right? I've always, you, you always have this kind of, this kind of twinkle in your eyes, so to speak, um, that whenever I, we, we would go months without seeing each other, but a 25 minute conversation with you, I would leave feeling so energized. So I know that this is like a direction for you that is like exactly where you should be. You're definitely where you need to be right now. And I, I love that. I receive that fully. Thank you. Thank you. Now you did, you did some really inspiring personal work over the last few years that I've known you. Um, you spent some time in Thailand, right? And then you made your way to India on your way back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you were cert- you certif- you got certified as a yoga instructor or, yeah, or something. All of the maybe? above, all of the above. So Tell I guess us about that. yeah, that was kind of the shift towards this. I, I like to think of it more of the essential matter, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's actually from a head monk at this place that I ended up practicing at called Daibotsatsu, and his name is Juyo, and he signed off on like the first time that I reached out to him. He signed off on an email like saying thank you for like your interest in the essential matter. Mm-hmm. I, was like, mm. I was like, oh, oh I love this that. This guy is cool. <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows something I don't. Yeah, right? yeah. So I mean, like, where does that where where did this all begin? Um, it's all a change in focus, right? Yeah. Like so much of our life and the and our results are all just what we are focusing on. And I realize, like, for much of my life, I've been focusing on all of our. You know, it all comes from cultural conditioning and our family and, and like nothing that I was consciously focusing on other yeah. than music essentially. Right. And um I think the big shift for me was about six years ago now. you know, I've always been really fascinated by flow and like adrenaline junkie and <laughs> fast go, have fun, feel mm-hmm. like you're flying. And um with snowboarding I, I ended up breaking my back and oh, wow. that led me to well number one it forced me to slow down for the first time in my life oh wow Mm. so from like the always go let's Mm -hmm. do this let's take the bikes out let's make this let's build this let's whatever it is always go 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 to forcing yourself to slow down and stop and what year was this 2013, 2013, 2014, somewhere around there. So like six years ago. It was around. around, Yeah, it was in college. Um, So that definitely shifted my awareness. And it was was a beautiful gift. Like now I look back at it and I'm like, that's what got me into yoga. Mm -hmm. Like 
that has absolutely transformed my life. And there have been so many different experiences, um, like how I, how I ended up going to DBZ was actually, you know, I was, I was producing more and I was, I was gigging in the city and I had a gig that at, at Pianos, which is a fun little venue and I kind of I was just there. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, like a bunch of technical difficulties. I completely overheated. Like I'm fiery. I have, yeah, I'm a Leo. I don't know. Supposedly there's supposed there's some, uh, there's some say that word again. Malio. I'm a Leo. Oh, you're a Leo. Like fire. Got it. He's yeah. a Leo. Got yeah. it. Fire sign. Anyways, I don't know if it has any correlation. I'm learning a little bit more. Maybe. But either regardless, I, it was a mental tool that I didn't have, and it was this fortitude. It was this. Uh, I I didn't have this equanimity when things got rough. Mm-hmm. So like technical breakdown. Long story short, like I ended up barefoot in on the sidewalk outside, like crying. Mm-hmm. I just had so much like tension and stress. Yeah. And, and there's this like massive feeling of inadequacy and like letting people down. And there was like, you know, a, a talent scout there. And I, all these things culminated like I lost my shit. Sure. So what was a big shift was um, I called up my friend that had, had gone to the Zen place and I was like, hey, like, I, <laughs> what, what, what's this all about? And I ended up going there for a week. Um, and that was that was a big marker right there of just having having a time and a distance, a discipline, a practice Mm -hmm. where you are, are you, you're forced to confront yourself. Yes. There's no way out. Yeah. Like there's no way you sit with yourself. And and I realized like we don't have that in our culture and I had never had that before in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, I tried, Oh, meditation's good. And, and to be honest, like three minutes felt like a lot. Like three minutes was like, Oh wow. Like mine's, racing i'm in, i am the poster child for adhd yeah. oh my god i think that's kevin it's so yeah. funny that it's so funny that you're saying that and I what i needed about. was the was the community yep. i needed i needed a practice that was disciplined and, and again there comes for like the freedom comes from discipline mm-hmm. yeah i had these people that all supported in this practice and i and i like I, I had to completely uproot myself, put myself in an entirely new environment to be able to learn that skill. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I've heard that's beneficial to step outside of your normal, right? Absolutely. Completely immerse yourself in something in some place mm-hmm. new. You all of a sudden parts of your brain are more susceptible to learning. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's it's interesting like how many habitual patterns we get into. I mean, just think about like habits are habits are incredible. They're they're great like energy savers. And if we were always thinking about like oh how should I start my morning like this how yeah. do I do this right, the morning it, routine thing how, everybody's well, got how, one just yeah. like an asshole <laughs> <laughs> right and some are empowering and some are not and, right. and it goes with like all of the actions throughout our day like some habits are great some are not and I guess that's where awareness comes in is like looking at them taking it taking a habit or an action or like a response to something and going, does this actually serve me? Yeah. It's almost like, um, like taking like a self responsibility and self respect inventory of mm. the things that you do, you know, yeah. like when you're doing that, yeah. when you're analyzing, like you're kind of, it, it's, it's the Marie Kondo of, uh, <laughs> self actualization. You're just like, all right, I noticed that I do this thing a lot. Does this spark joy? Nah. No, like, no. All right, cool. And then Let's you, try the, the funny that. thing is you'll, you'll find yourself reaching for it again. Oh yeah. Like at least I do. Like a phantom <laughs> habit. Yeah, yeah. Like you get rid of it. I've already decided that that no longer belongs in my life, but yet I keep reaching for it. Yeah, what's that all about? Oh, that's so. Like we're habits of we're creatures of habit in many ways. So Mm -hmm. how can we make better habits? Yeah, (laughs) no, that's good. I mean, like tying this into why we thought you would be great for this podcast is like we talk about stuff like this at FCC all the time. We talk about you know what is your habit when you're buying your coffee Mm. when you're and. Part of, and it's not even that we're actively asking people that at the sessions. What we're more so doing is we're giving people an opportunity uh, when we do this, like with you, with, you know, when Alden's there, all these different roasters that come in and devote their time, the shop owners that are going to, you know, that are going to give us a little bit of their space and their energy in order to show us something really nice on one Sunday a month is that, you know, they're bringing this difference of habit. We're slowing down. Like you were talking about, we're focusing on it. We're a little more susceptible to learning because we're not in our normal space. Right, right. And, and we're all yeah. like, we're kind of getting together and going, hey, this is a habit of ours. 
We all do this. But here's do we something... even know anything about him? Here's something different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so it's, I, I think it's really cool that we're having this discussion because I'm connecting it in my mind to, oh, yeah, this directly aligns with everything. Like, this is all the reasons that we would want to talk to you for right, the first exactly. podcast. Right, exactly. Yeah. Let me give you an example. Mm, one, of, one of my favorite things about making coffee isn't the... The cup that I have at the end, drinking the coffee—that's right. that's great, right? right? Um, my favorite part about making the coffee is making the coffee. Right? Oh, yeah. It's the ritual. It's the removing myself from the news, the, my smartphone. Uh, you know, maybe people at work who are gossiping, negativity, uh, people so complaining moment, about Monday. I am focused on what you know, the, what the grind size I'm supposed to be working right. with is. I, at work, I've got a hand grinder, so I'm actually putting energy into my coffee, right? right? It's good to work with your hands. It does. Oh, yeah. The coffee comes out. I have to brew the water. I make sure the water's at the right temperature. I'm, you know, I'm doing the bloom. I'm watching the carbon dioxide come out as the, as the, the coffee degasses. Mm-hmm. You can see little bubblings happen. The smell. You're using all your sights again. Or Sorry, you're using all your senses again. Um, and in, in a personal way... Uh, in my office, we don't have windows because because it's a secure facility. Uh, we don't want any Russians peeking in the in the window. Yeah, so the government, the damn, the, the damn your government, government job. Right? So yeah, I would I would got you're right. So I don't have uh, I I don't use all my senses. I don't smell fresh air. I smell you know conditioned recycled air that's musty. So having the ability to take two and a half minutes of my day. For me and people mm-hmm. at work will will make jokes. Oh, look at Matt! You know the 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 hipster in the office. You know the the with token millennial grinder. with his yep. coffee grinder. Um, but they don't realize that it's a it is a morning ritual that that resets me and aligns me for the day. Ah, uh, yeah. And, and it that, doesn't have to be coffee, right? Like that. Could be anything. Any, it doesn't yeah. really matter. But it's the fact that you like that's mindfulness. That's the big hype word. But you're like you're paying attention to what you're doing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just what you're doing. Yeah, not caring it. all the other things, and that's it. Yeah. You could be drinking a glass of water and playing with a Rubik's cube if that's what resets you every day. Yeah, it's yeah. really whatever it is. Yeah. But you have that thing, and it, and it realigns you, and those people. Yeah. So going back to your question before about like, why am I spreading all this stuff? Yeah. I, I had some insights. What brought you to that? Yeah, yeah, through some of the events that I that I mentioned, but yeah, I had this much bigger realization that most of what we engage in is not the essential matter. Okay. Most of what I feel like we engage in on social is a distraction. Most of what oh, we so. feel okay. I feel like we discuss in our everyday lives is like this small talk minutia that's never really connecting, that's never really mm-hmm. authentic, that's never really vulnerable, that's never really talking about progressive things Mm -hmm. yeah and if i can do anything i would like to be able to shift that like i understand that i cannot single-handedly change the global climate crisis or like this epidemic of suicides we have like eight hundred thousand suicides from the world health organization happening a year wow like i cannot single-handedly do that but what i can do is have those conversations like open up those questions like be curious and go hey like what can i do Yeah. yeah And I realized, like, like, okay, if we all have an impact, what's what? What do you want yours to be? And, well, and yeah. I don't, I don't want mine to just be like putting out memes on social. Yeah. Like, if I can, if I can help someone have a little bit more peace of mind, or like, like think more creatively, or bring an idea, like a creative project like this into mm-hmm. being, like, yeah, I've done. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That's the impact that I was. Yeah, what you're, yeah, I like what you were saying. It kind of brought this image to mind of like, although you can't be like the entire storm that ends a drought, you could mm. at least be a drop of water. You exactly. Know? Maybe some other people will want to tag along. Exactly. Like, and you yeah. get a whole group talking about it. And it's like, oh, this is really cool. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we can actually. Hey, that guy's then, falling down. Then you can actually kind of have an impact on right. it. Right. Yeah. And with, um, with just pairing that to what you guys are doing, like I realized this week I, I sent off a um, – a little picture of a book that I was reading to a friend and she got back to me and I was like, what resonated with you? And I read it again and it didn't resonate. Yeah. Oh. Or like not nearly as much. And I was like, huh, why did I send that to you? <laughs> yeah. And I realized that the, the amount of attention that I put into reading it the first time, I read it very slowly because it was the first thing I read in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I read it very slowly and it imbued it with a sense of meaning for me it felt like really significant because yep. I gave it that much more attention and yeah. when I was already like cranked up for the day and just in go 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 mode yeah I didn't read it that with, with that level of attention and That's why I funny. say this is because like what you do with coffee and the way that you educate and the way that you bring this focus into sustainable methods and we are connecting with the farmers that grow this across the country and we are understanding all of these nuances yeah mm-hmm. We're able to be way more. It, it comes back to gratefulness. Yeah. It comes back like you just respect because you understand. You have this awareness of like how did all this all happen? Yeah. And and then those two minutes in the morning where you're making your morning brew are just imbued with meaning. There's this sense of purpose. Yeah. And like this interconnectedness. You're like wow, people had to work all around the world for me to get this. Yeah. Cool. Isn't this an amazing thing? And you're you're focus is on that your attention is on that and you place so much attention on something it almost becomes like magical yeah or like sacred or like this reverential thing and mm-hmm. you you treat it with so much respect and respect yeah that you're not thinking about what happened at work at the water cooler you're not thinking about it like the, the, all the other laundry list of things it yeah. turns into one little yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know you use Absolutely. like you use two really key words there mm. um Water cooler. Yes, yeah, water cooler. I'm <laughs> going to go back to folks. the water reference. Most people are dehydrated. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Be a good human. Drink water. You said, you, said uh, you know, the gratefulness and purpose, right? And mm. what's what's cool about that is, um, at least I've noticed from the days that I'm consciously practicing it, uh, gratefulness is a purpose in itself. And like I was saying to you in the beginning, you know, when we've been putting out our gratefulness for coffee, coffee culture, you know, even just something like this, like right now we're just sitting around talking about gratefulness and purpose, <laughs> coffee. But like I've noticed any time we do anything like that and we put it out there for people in a grateful manner rather than like, uh, hey, do this because it's what we're doing in culture. It, it, instead of just, we're just like, hey, we're grateful to have coffee. We're grateful to have people who wanted to listen to interesting people talk about coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and we put that out there, it comes back. Yeah. Gratitude keeps coming oh. back. And that's where like I think that it really is its own purpose. Like the purpose of gratitude is to send it so that it send like comes it. back. <laughs> right? So that it comes back is that gratitude. And then when it comes back, it's like almost having that spark reignited again. Like you're just all right, cool. Mm-hmm. We got some more. All right, let's send it and back it out. Compound let's before send it, it comes back, back out. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. watch it, it, whatever you put out, then, it compounds. Yeah, it just keeps like it's a nice cycle mm-hmm. when you're when you're putting that out there into the world, when you're putting that out there. And like, like, what do you ever doing? find that it comes back to you when you need it most? Yes. Oh, for sure. Like, Absolutely. Oh, big oh. Time. And you're like, wow, I'm so glad I put that out a while ago. Yeah. I forgot about that. I'm glad I Well, I was talking to Kenzie about the upstate coffee collective recently and i said you know it's been about a year now that i've been focused uh and intentionally putting energy bits at a time into something that makes me inspired and makes me happy Mm -hmm. and gives me purpose um and i have tried to be nothing but positive and encouraging and supportive of people around me to create this thing Mm -hmm. um and people have been nothing but those things back to me and we have already grown so much in a year I, I can't imagine that if we had done it any other way, it, it would have come like this. I think yeah. I think gratitude passion and purpose and, passion and, like, and, purpose and you want so to important. show up and serve, right? Yeah. Like this is this is for this isn't just for you, but you're serving yourselves first. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh and well, we, it, yeah, it's both. It's, like it is. Yeah. It if we weren't interested, your own itch, and then it's like, wow, there are all these other people. If well, we yeah. weren't interested, it wouldn't be interesting. Right? No, that's exactly <laughs> true. And even if it were completely philanthropic, like you know the the whole the whole purpose of philanthropy isn't just to generate some goodness in front of you. It's to do that so you can observe it and fuel that fire that made you initially philanthropic anyway. Oh yeah. You know? there, no, so there's like, a selfish yeah, side to phil- well, philanthropy. I wouldn't even and call it's it, not necessi- yeah. like there's a selfishness that's not bad either. Oh yeah. But there's a self benefit from yes. being selfless. Yes, well, because then it makes you want to do it again when yeah. you see the positive. That's outcome. that's why we yeah. do everything we do. Exactly. We are we Helpers are high. huh? Helpers high. Helpers yeah. high. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Awareness by Anthony DeMello. Oh, uh, I'm had, working I through had, that right yes. now. Yes, it's good. It's great. Though. It's fantastic. Yeah, 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 I really love it, and that's what he says. And and everything he says, he says it 
in a way that it's supposed to shock you, even mm-hmm. though we're kind of halfway there on a lot of this stuff. But he's like, you don't do anything for anybody but yourself. And that's 100% true. Oh, yeah. You have children so that you can make copies of yourself, <laughs> right? So you More like, me. That's me, right. <laughs> it's such you, a weird concept. It's so funny, but <laughs> it it's weird. true. I like me so much, I'm going to make more of me. <laughs> right, and you can create a philanthropic organization, and you do it because it makes you feel good that yeah. you're helping other people, so yeah. you want to do it again. So, and that's yeah. not a bad thing. No, it's not. So that's the, who like, we are. It's interesting because there, there's so much talk about like desires being the root of evil. Or, like there, There's a lot of negativity around like being attached to desires, and like there's this one coach that I work with, and he's just he just shifted it so beautifully, and he's like, no, there are conscious desires. Like, it's yeah. not bad to want things. Yeah. Right. Don't beat yourself up because you want something. But figure out why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, why Approach it with it? good intent. Exactly. Yeah. High yeah. intention. Yeah. I yeah. would say, okay, so Everything. just to kind of like wrap, I, I feel like we've done a really good job of um, kind of going around. <laughs> well, not rambling, but yeah, but going around, um, you know, this topic and like things that we would want to talk to you about. What's Is something, that what you Devin, to cover? What, well, yeah. yeah, what's yeah, something so. that you would say to someone listening to this right now that would benefit them in the realms of awareness, you know, consciousness, like being more present, being more uh, purposeful, anything along those lines? It's a big one. No, and two more. Okay. We have two ears and one mouth for a reason. I truly believe that. And if, like, <laughs> talking to one of the greatest drummers that I know, he tours across stadiums and does like, the marching and the snare work, and he says that great drummers listen to not necessarily the hits, but the spacing and the division of time. So that you're listening to the spaces in between the hits. And like when I'm doing production work and music, like when you add pauses and when you create spaces and when you take things away, it makes what's there much more important. Mm-hmm. So being able to just take space and not being able to, not feeling the need to fill it up, whether that's in a conversation or in your day, allowing yourself to pause, but creating that space is incredibly Yeah, yeah, I like that. I find it amazing that while you were trying to make that point, I tried filling the space for you. Did you, did you see that? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. So uh, and that's why I intentionally to wanted yeah. to. Yeah, I'm to like, do should that. I make should I <laughs> make a joke while you're thinking? Or that's funny. Well, no, because the first thing that I wanted to say was along with our last like what you send out comes around. There's yeah. this kind of uh, <laughs> this phrase is something that I live by, but um, life serves those who serve life. Yes. Mm. And I just as that. like that brain tattoo of life, that is like an operating principle. Life serves those who serve life. So how am I serving life? And the first way to do it is like, you know, take care of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever it yourself. is to get in that yeah. uh, like beautiful state of gratitude and abundance. Yeah. And I like what you things. said about not needing to fill the space though. Like don't, don't have that overwhelming impetus to just fill it. Because if you do, it's cluttered. One more question because I'm, I'm really interested to hear Please. your responses. What is something uh, in the the world of coffee culture and you know in and around that that um, maybe surprised you with its meaning or surprised mm. you? What, what was something that you learned that kind of like caught, maybe either caught you off guard or that pleasantly made you go, oh, aha. Mm. It was more of a macro thing. It was more of understanding the process. Mm-hmm. which I had I had no understanding of mm-hmm. before. Like, it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, there's coffee, and then you can get it as green beans, and you can roast it yourself and grind it. And, but there's such an extensive process behind it, and just how many people, and, and not, not only that, but, like, how many people you are supporting when you buy that cup of coffee. So that, that money exchanges, and you are supporting families in Ethiopia that that is their livelihood. Yeah. They are farming, they are growing, they are, they are, that is their life. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Well, what's cool is, you know, like it's, as you're saying that, look, we have the name right here. We mm-hmm. have Cabernet Goda. Yeah. Like, you know, we drank 
his coffee today. It was roasted by Nick Furnia. We know Nick Furnia, yeah. right? You know, like we we talked about that in the beginning, and I think that's part of what's really cool about coffee culture in general is that it brings that to you. It doesn't just like, especially third wave and like where we're headed with the future of coffee. It's not just about that cup anymore. It's about like, oh, hey, well, this is where it came from. And this person worked on it. And this person roasted it. And they live like two towns over. You right. know, like, and, and they're I, real people. Yeah, and they're yeah, real people. Real people. Yeah, this isn't them. just coffee. This isn't just a business. This no, isn't just a cup of Yeah. Yeah, it's effort. They're real people. Yeah, it's effort. That it, and all of that effort has gone into you maybe sitting in your you know, sunless office, grinding something and enjoying that moment of your day, yeah. slowing down for a second before you amp up on caffeine. Yeah. But like, <laughs> that's awesome. Man. Dude, thank you for coming in and talking yes. to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where can people find you? I, I am on Instagram sometimes. It's all just Devin Seegers. Um, S-E-E-G-E-R-S. Yeah, it's me. D-E-V-O-N S-E-E-G-E-R-S. If you actually have something that you want to really engage with d-e-v-o-n-s-e-e-g-e-r-s at gmail.com we'll add that to the notes oh the yeah we'll have all not that stuff. you need but yeah yeah ways to find you in, find without you. stalking yeah because stalking we don't support it anyways oh uh actually w- wait one more quick thing yeah you can <laughs> speaking of stuff one more no one more no one more yeah <laughs> speaking of stuff no one more quick thing uh the essential matter oh yeah all right some of the best like wisdom and truth comes from things that can be broken down simple, simply. Mm. What would be the, for people who've listened to this and they've sure. heard that term now, sure. yeah. uh, what is the simplest way that you can break down the term, the essential matter? Because that is a piece of dialect. That's not something that's of used course. in most people's everyday language. How would you break that down? How that's a podcast. Well, it is. It is, but like that could be the name of the podcast. the essential matter. Say, say we're looking at like a. You can put that into one sentence before we close. Before we close, it's a nice challenge. I'm sorry. So the let me, yeah, see if I'm seeing this correctly. You want me to define the essential matter, or at least like, what's the easiest way to explain it quickly? for someone who reads that or hears it and then they're like, what's the essential matter? Well, I'm going to preface this by saying that these are things that are ineffable. Yes. So, so the essential matter is unavoidable. Uh, it's going to be there no matter what. Okay. Un- unavoidable. Yes. But ineffable as in like, you cannot articulate it. Words cannot like just speaking about something of this. Yes. You can't, words can't articulate. Words can't articulate. Okay, so you, you can't. So, so it's like, have you read the Tao Te Ching? Or oh, the, yeah, yeah. So like he goes, oh yeah, <laughs> like it's it's like like it's Edward. Well, okay, Edward, so like, uh, I may be saying this Edward wrong, but, but they essentially say like if you're speaking of the Tao, you're not speaking of the Tao. Okay. And and there's that adage of those who sp- know don't speak, and those who speak don't know. Okay. Um, I know that was a way of evading your question. No, it's, totally, no, it's not. Like, uh, actually, I think what would be really cool... Uh, what is well, not the essential matter is what, what I was going to say. Is, is Everything Okay, here, here's one thing. Here's one thing <laughs> what is not right essential now. matter? You know what I mean? Like, that's really what we're getting at. Here's one. Like, um, Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Am I saying her name Thunberg. correctly? Thunberg. I'm still not sure if I am. Thunberg. If I'm going Thunberg. to... If I, if I can point anywhere in this world... Or Thunberg. Could be Thunberg. It's going to be to the work that she's doing. Okay. And... For, like there's so much more essential matter but what I see as like the I view everything else as like, almost a distraction yeah and ultimately like we need to come together as a community as a society as a species species yeah. exactly to not self-destruct yeah so that seems like a pretty essential matter and then and then if we get into it it's connecting with yourself connecting with a higher self connecting mm-hmm. with there we go. that understanding and that is what I think you're trying to get at of, of, I, th- of I think that's the essential I think that's kind of that's one of the main things that that alludes at when you say yeah. the essential matter that and the reason that a lot of people when you say you you know when you're not speaking of the Tao you're not speaking of the Tao yeah. but like that's that's a whole other f- practice right mm-hmm. but the essential matter when you say that the thing that it's alluding to 
for someone who's never heard it before is that connection. Not just connection with yourself, but the ability to connect with yourself and the Mm -hmm. ability to connect with other people and the ability to bring purpose out of those interconnectivities. And to have a more expansive view of yourself and to understand that you are connected to all of these people across the world brewing your, (laughs) roasting your beans and growing your beans. To have that awareness and expanded awareness of yourself. I'm not just this one little island entity. Yeah. And it's not a moment either. It's not, it's something, it's not, and also it's not momentary. It's the essential, in saying the essential matter, you're also implying, and you said it, it's it's a little bit ineffable. You know, we're talking, it's unavoidable. When you say something like that, it's not just a moment, it's a practice. It's It's a practice. It's something that you approach every day. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I will end off with saying that there are, there are, are beautiful words. We have really advanced terminology. Mm-hmm. We have all of these wonderful things to describe experiences. There's no way around other than just experience. It's, yeah, yeah. It's so experience it. Don't try okay. to read about it. Don't try to philosophize about it. Like, don't, like go experience like whatever that is. And, and like if we're going to be talking about connection and connecting into like your true self, like higher self, like all of those words kind of sound woo-woo. But like, where do you feel most alive? Where do you feel tuned in? Where do you feel yeah. inspired? Where do you feel curious? Where do you feel a deep sense of awe and reverence? Like, where mm-hmm. can you look? And maybe it's in this, like, a national monument or a national park in a forest where you're just like, or you look up at the night sky and you feel like, wow, I am something. part of something so much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I am. And it's, and like, I, yeah, wow. Wow. It just comes back to that wow feeling. Yeah. And do more of that. Yep. Like, words aren't going to get you there necessarily. Sometimes. Awesome. But, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Thank it you. does yeah, all start with a conversation. With we, a cup of coffee. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which we should, right? Yes. Now. All right. Cheers. All right, well, thanks, Cheers. man. Thanks for coming on. Matt, you want to sign us off? Uh, okay, so this is where I tried and failed to do the whole professional sign-off thing. So this is Future Matt coming at you with all the data. You can find out more about our growing family of coffee lovers at upstatecoffeecollective.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook under the same extension. And if you're in the upstate New York area, come to a meetup. We meet on the last Sunday of every month all over the state where we drink good coffee, interview a pro, or listen to a talk, learn more about coffee and other fun things. And it's a great way to meet new people, do something different on a Sunday, and treat yourself. Peace and love. See you guys next time.